0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we review the classic Jackie Chan 80s action movie, Police Story. Plus, Wolverine's classic suit and Jennifer Garner's Elektra will be in Deadpool 3 and maybe a bunch of former X-Men. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 lands Tom Cruise his highest Rotten Tomato score. Yet, Joaquin Phoenix is blowing up pyramids in the trailer for Ridley Scott's Napoleon. The domestic box office is struggling this year and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, July 10th, 2023.
1: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fadds out there. Let's give it up. We're talking. We heard talk it. We're we funny. We're disturbing. We're talking. We heard talk
0: it. We're we spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's up, listener? How you doing? Thanks for pressing play. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd, my name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. Rockboy, still on assignment over in Romania.
2: Still trying to get Andrew Tate out of jail, even yeah. though he's not in jail, I don't he's think. He's
0: trying to bail Andrew. He's going to Break Andrew Tate out of jail because he's tired of watering his plants as he house sits over there. Uh, I I hope he's having a wonderful holiday. Um, I'd like not having to come
2: up with a joke
0: for him every time. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you just
2: reused the joke you used last week.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I did. I mean, we're sticking with this story. That's where he is.
2: Oh, okay. He is on
0: holiday in Romania, house sitting for Andrew. That's not a joke. This is facts.
2: Oh, that's. Oh, we're actually telling the truth this time. Facts, (laughs) man.
0: But big of, facts He's always here no that's cap. a big fuck okay. up right there he's always here with us anthony yes
2: uh, how you doing oh uh, i'm doing fine thank you thanks for asking how are you doing i'm good uh before we get
0: started i wanted to ask have you heard about this new social media uh sites yes
2: yeah I, I have it
0: do you have people you're on it do you know people are your friends jumping on this thing
2: well, it's it's hooked up to Instagram. Aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. It's created by Facebook and it's hooked up hooked up to Instagram. So if you have an Instagram account, it's the same login.
0: Apparently, uh, Mark Zuckerberg just uh, remade Twitter and
2: called it something else. Is that, yeah, no, that's right? Twitter. It's Twitter. It's basically Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah, it's just on Instagram. Uh, yeah. It's integrated with Instagram. Oh, so it's integrated. That's interesting. That's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it's a still it's, its own. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't really see what the difference is well that's, <laughs> that's the thing far. why
0: why are you making another thing that looks like another thing i know a lot of people are jump leaving twitter i know there was a thing where what well, didn't elon make like a you could only read like 600 twitter threads or something there's a limit now or something ridiculous
2: um but yeah.
0: here's the thing oh, do we need another thing i don't need another thing what are you on it what's going on over there
2: i don't know i'm looking at it right now
0: you know there's brands and companies and like all the yeah. studios and they're gonna try. I mean,
2: they to- got the t- blue check mark on stuff. It Seems like it's like a little bit more integrated with Instagram. So you're seeing, I think these are Instagram posts. I don't really know, but it looks
0: just like Twitter. And it works like Twitter. <laughs> and it acts like Twitter. Yeah, it looks <laughs>
2: basically. I mean, it's not. It's a blue. Instead of being blue, it's black. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I downloaded it just because other people were like, it's easy. Just download it. You already have instagram and i'm looking at it right now and yeah i have no reason to really use this i mean i don't even use twitter anymore i just use it to like laugh at stuff yeah it is hilarious i heard today on another podcast that if you deactivate threads you also deactivate
0: your instagram like i would be careful now and Hmm. they already have all your information all of this is to say right now listener if you're on there great i'm not going to be opening an account for the podcast i cannot manage another thing The three we have is enough: (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm not even doing the TikTok because what am I going to do? So have fun over there. I don't know what's going on over there. I liked it the first time when it was called Twitter. That's all I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I don't really see the you think it'll last far, but
0: like Mastodon or any of these other things.
2: No, 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 I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Probably maybe, but then again, I mean. Instagram was basically Vine. Right. Instagram video. Right. Was oh, yeah. Vine. That's
0: right. All these things were like derivative of other things when they started. Yeah. Reels and then, is Vine.
2: And, yeah. And they just, Reels is just TikTok.
0: Yeah. Reels is so, just TikTok. there's TikTok. Who in knows? Reels. Maybe
2: it's just fa- Facebook meta. They're just going, well, we have a lot of money and we just want to have all the social media to ourselves. I, don't, I have no idea. I, heard I have no the, fucking clue. The, uh,
0: a lot of engineers and coders left Twitter and these are the people who built. Threads for the Zuck. So
2: that wouldn't surprise me.
0: It's uh, <laughs> probably not going to last. I don't need. We don't need another thing. You can just just stop. Everybody just stop doing these things. We don't. We don't. We don't need it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the real comic book geek news. Here we go. The Jock, the jock and Ned podcast. Uh, writer strike update. They're still on strike. Week eleven. Mm. Oh, so look. I know I started this bit and uh, fully not intending to actually actually have to do it every week. Uh, but now I feel like people expect it, even though it's a running gag, uh, and I feel obliged to at least give you some information about what's going on because I'm an idiot. And I st- and this thing could go on for weeks, so strap in. Here's a quick update. Spoiler time. Spoiler. Strap in, yeah, Fox. Uh, here's this week's writer strike update. Doesn't actually have to do with the writers. Has to do with the actors' union, as I mentioned last week. SAG, the Screen Actors Guild. Apparently, a quick. Google search right before the show revealed to me that today there was a call with the leadership from SAG and top Hollywood publicity agencies. A huge conference call. SAG was bracing them to prepare for a strike, uh, kind of briefing the publicity reps on protocols and how talent can best serve the union if and when a strike takes place. According to this article from Variety, one of the participants called this call panicked. Uh, The publicist asked a bunch of questions like, uh, can my clients still sit on panels at San Diego Comic-Con? Can we do promotional things outside the United States? SAG had no comment or answer to either of those. They are calling this the most sobering sign yet that the SAG union may join the Writers Guild of America against the amptp alliance motion picture and television producers uh the the sag contract was extended and it uh expires this week this wednesday july 12th at midnight okay
2: hmm.
0: uh, one producer told variety quote it would be a miracle at this point for them to reach a deal now, wow. if they go on strike, this is really bad because every fucking thing shuts down right away. Yeah, now now
2: you, if you don't have actors, movies yeah. done, right?
0: Yes, uh, publicists and agents are freaking out because there's these big movies coming out. They need their talent to go out and promote these big movies. I don't think the talent would be able to do that. So nobody can go out anywhere. And there's no talk shows to publicize this shit anyways. Uh, but like Barbie Oppenheimer's Mission Impossible movie, uh it would be hard to promote these things. Uh and another uh another top source for variety said they thought by Friday they were gonna reach a deal, but according to them, everything fell apart. And we may see a fucking actor strike uh happen wow. Wednesday night, which would uh that's that's gonna be very costly and seriously disruptive. It is the biggest union out of the three directors, writers, and actors. The actors
2: are the biggest. So Wow, that really fucked shit up, huh? More so than it's already fucked up.
0: More so, we expect more delays, and you know, right now they're shooting things that have been written. Things are in production, but if this happens, they that would have to stop too. Wow. Yes, one of the things in production right now is our next topic. Uh, The big comic book movie news of the week is all about Deadpool three, listener, and some of this may be a little spoilery. So I'm going to issue this spoiler alert. I'm also going to say, if you don't want to know anything about Deadpool 3, there are chapter markers, there's timestamps, you can jump to the next thing, no problem. Okay, here we go. Spoiler alert. Because some of this, it would have been nice to have been surprised later, but you know the way things are. I mean, this is coming from Deadline and Variety. Headline, Deadpool 3 first look. Hugh Jackman debuts Wolverine's classic yellow and blue suits. And teams up with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Geek boner. Anthony, look at this picture. We're finally getting it. it. We're finally getting this yellow suit. He is not wearing a mask. It is very yellow. But holy shit. Let's just start there. Comment on uh, this look. And
2: should they have saved this? Maybe. I don't know. There's two th- two things. The big appeal to having Hugh Jackman back is one. Yeah, that's great. He's potentially in the MCU because after Logan, you would you could argue it should have been done. Well, he said and he's having, not going to fuck with the Logan timeline in this movie. So got it. It's a different. Well, but still. Yeah. So it's MCU. But then the second thing was we've never seen him in the yellow suit. Yes. So finally get to see him in the yellow suit, which is long overdue. Yeah. I, I thought the yellow suit had uh, was sleeveless. I mean, there's different versions. Yeah, this is full sleeves and gauntlets all the
0: way down and shoulder pads. And uh, the hair looks very Wolverine. I I wish I don't know if he's going to have a mask. The mask is iconic. They have yet to give him a mask. That mask. Meanwhile, you got uh, Ryan Reynolds in his new Deadpool outfit looking sharp. Just think about where he came from. We came from a bald Ryan Reynolds with his mouth sewn
2: shut and Hugh Jackman in a tank top to this. It only took about 20 years. I mean. You could go further than that and go. They were wearing Wolverine. Hugh Jackman was wearing black leather yeah, padded and they make a joke in the movie. And he goes, would you uh, psychological? What would you prefer? Yellow and blue spandex? Oh,
0: my God. They made it from a joke to finally they're giving the fans what they want. This movie is going to be wild. This comes out. This was posted today, but this comes out uh, on the heels of the announcement confirmed that Jennifer Garner. Is fucking returning as Electra in Deadpool 3 from Ben Affleck's Electra. Oh, I mean shit. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, on I, that. I've I've
2: got a I've got a theory, but keep going through some of these confirmed or rumored and then confirmed cameos. Oh,
0: you have a theory. So uh look, Jennifer Garner of course she looks smoking as Electra. This is almost twenty years. Uh, when of those movies come out? Like two thousand three and two thousand five or nine. Mm-hmm. Fucking almost twenty years. She's returning in the suit. That begs the question: Is her ex-husband, fucking Ben Affleck, gonna suit up and be Daredevil right after he just played Batman and join his ex? I mean, he's married. He was. Married, he's married to J Lo now. <laughs> would <When> he? <laughs> would they do a sex scene with him and Jennifer oh, Garner? Oh my god! With his ex-wife, which is crazy. So that's what that's one of the speculations, right? You got to go to um, here. OK, more spoilers. This cast, if this is true, this cast is crazy. Uh, confirmed we have Deadpool and Wolverine. Confirmed returning Deadpool three years. Dopinder and Blind Al, of course. Uh, Morena Baccarin confirmed to come, come back as Vanessa, even though wasn't she fridged? She I don't it.
2: remember Deadpool 2, to be no, honest. She I guess she, she came back. She
0: came back. No, he was visiting well, her. like did that, it,
2: right? The, uh yeah oh, david Leach. david Leach, yeah. yeah
0: deadpool That was. Uh, oh colossus was in both of them so colossus confirmed to be coming back negasonic teenage warhead and yukio confirmed to be coming back remember peter w uh rob delaney playing the dude with the mustache who didn't have any powers and just wanted to join the team that no team, i don't that, No, you don't remember. <laughs> remember all that team remember they had that uh, fucking Shatterstar star and everybody just died jumping out of the plane you don't oh remember? that's right yeah remember? So yeah. apparently he's not dead. Peter W., who has no powers, is coming back. Uh, rumored that the new cast members, Matthew McFadden, will be playing someone called Paradox. And Emma Corrin is a new cast member playing the villain. We don't know. Uh, all, rumored is uh, Owen Wilson's Mobius and Miss Minutes from Loki, the TVA. Does that mean time travel? Does that mean multiverse shenanigans? And now here's where the rumors get crazy. James Marsden Cyclops, Famke Jansen, Gene Gray, Halle Berry Storm, uh, Anna Paquin Rogue, Kelsey Grammer or Nicholas Holt Beast. I don't know which one. Channing Tatum actually becoming Gambit finally after all the rumors of the Gambit movie. Also, uh, Professor X and Magneto, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen. Also, in rumored to come back, and Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I said, Lectures confirmed. And they even have, like, Fantastic Four on this list. Old Man Logan, X-23, the Illuminati, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. What do you think is happening? Are they going to be... Is your theory that they're doing a certain storyline or a certain multiverse... Storyline,
2: yeah. The, the rumor that I've seen on the net that makes the most sense is that Deadpool kills the MCU.
0: Deadpool kills the MCU is kind of. I have that. I read some of that, and it's kind of an Elseworlds tale where Deadpool. Or it's it's Deadpool
2: kills the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe. universe.
0: Right? Yeah. He literally goes around just uh, murdering every superhero, every every Marvel. I, I
2: think that's what they're gonna do, and they're gonna have him jump around all these different Fox MCU universes and just fuck around and kill a lot of shit so just okay have it be, kind of be like a joke and and then he ends up here
0: uh, that would be wild
2: i mean they They, got, be wild. they got
0: spider-man on this list also uh, that would be crazy now we saw them do a quick cameo in deadpool 2 of the old x-men cast remember they were like in a room and he walked by and they were just standing there like Evan Peters and Beast was there. You probably don't remember that either. That no, was I don't remember.
2: I, Deadpool 2, for whatever reason, I don't remember much.
0: Roland of. as Cable. I, well, I don't know where Zazie Beetz is as Domino. I don't know if they're coming back. But Josh Brolin and, and Domino, that was kind of fun. You don't remember?
2: I do remember Josh Deadpool. Brolin. I like that.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. If they're going to do that, if they're going to do multiverse shenanigans on the Deadpool level, it's R-rated. For me, this could go one of either two ways. One, they nail it. It's raunchy. It's R rated. It's a lot of fun. They finally use these multiverse cameos well. And it's, you know, it enhances the story. Or two, part of me is almost fucking burnt out on them driving this thing into the ground and this thing being multiverse stories. How many movies already have we seen from multiple studios featuring yeah, multiverse
2: no, You're You're absolutely right. There's. A lot of times, life is binary. It's just this or that. And sometimes life isn't binary. Yeah. But in this situation, I think it's pretty binary. Either this is going to be fucking awesome, and it's just going to be so fun, and it's going to be a fun twist on, hey, we acknowledge, they, and if they do something where they acknowledge, hey, this multiverse stuff is getting a little silly, yes. and Deadpool's just shooting everyone in the head, that'd yeah. be kind of funny. Yeah. But it also, if they don't do this right, we've seen a bunch of multiverse movies now, and by a bunch I mean two or three. I, there's the like last five one or wasn't six, great. really. Yeah, and, and and we're not... um the last one wasn't great. Yeah. No, the last one wasn't great, and it, it could go horribly wrong, so we'll just have to wait and see. I, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of, hey, let's bring these characters back, but let's Let's like not bring them. Like, like let's kill them. See, <laughs> like, I think which, that could be kind of funny.
0: You know, they kind of do that in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Hey, we're giving you these cameos, but we're gonna kill them, which seems kind of odd
2: for that move movie. Yeah, but that movie played it straight. I think yes. this movie is gonna play it for a
0: joke. That's the thing. If Sean Levy and I think Reese and Paul Wernick are writing, and Ryan Reynolds can really make this irreverent and hard R and and make fun of it, play it for a joke, it could actually work. But. I think a lot of people are getting burnt out on this multiverse shit already. I mean, there's still
2: more coming. Well, here's the thing: after Wednesday, this movie might just stop halt halt just halt production. That's and we won't. true. Uh,
0: someone else <laughs> put on Twitter, which is a great comment. Like, do you think they're actually uh, filming the words on the script on this production? Like, I highly doubt it. Knowing Ryan Reynolds, there's no way. There's no way. Say that again? Do you think they're actually filming the words in the script? Meaning. He is not ad-libbing because he can't because that would violate the writer's strike. He can't write anything. And for him to just go through and film what it is on the page and to be like, I have seven other jokes that are better than this and I can't, I can't use them. I wonder what that's like. Or, or
2: he's just going to fucking do
0: it. No, he's going to know someone without him.
2: I I don't don't know how you even place
0: that. I, I don't know how you would enforce that. But this movie is shaping up to be either fucking fantastic or a hot mess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go. It will be the first R-rated like MCU movie. So that's interesting. Listener, let us know if you're excited for Hugh Jackman in the yellow suit. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock Nerd Nation. Jock, Nerd. Jock Nerd. It is. Wow. Nailed it on that one. It is a <laughs> exclusive closed group just for you, all of our listeners. We're in there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, look for if you join now a spoiler thread going up should be up by the time you hear this for mission impossible seven that comes out this week so if you go see the movie and want to talk about it spoil it that's the place to go speaking of mi7 mission impossible dead reckoning part one anthony that's uh coming out this week how geeked are you geek boner for that what's your excitement you know
2: i've never been a huge mission impossible guy Uh but i will say uh given the fact that we've gone on a 40 year run through action movies yeah and the last mission impossible was pretty damn good fallout uh top four in our tournament go check that episode out yeah i will say i i'm i'm intrigued to watch this movie because of all the pent-up all the uh work we've done in behind the scenes to get to this point where now i'm just appreciating all the damn uh action movies
0: and this is uh a solid has become wasn't always become an amazing solid action franchise uh first reviews and reactions are out some people calling it the greatest action movie at all time uh but everyone's saying it's really good on rotten tomatoes right now 185 reviews it's sitting at 98 percent. oh shit this gives tom cruise the highest rotten tomato score he's ever had to date
2: damn Yeah, he's just killing it.
0: He's fucking killing it after doing Top Gun Maverick last year, two years, ruling that there are featurettes. They're marketing this thing hard. There's so many featurettes about every action scene. There is. I put a link in here. I'll put it in the show notes. There is a nine minute super cut of Tom Cruise, every running scene in all the Mission Impossible movies since 1996. (laughs) By the way, this franchise has been going since 1996. Wow. How crazy is that? Look at this. I've said time and time again, these movies get better and better. Here is the ranking of Mission Impossible movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. At number one right now is Dead Reckoning at 98%. Number two, Fallout, 97%. Number three, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, 94%. Number four, Ghost Protocol at 93%. Number five, Big Jump, Mission Impossible 3, 71%. Mission Impossible, uh, the original at number six, 66%. And the lowest is Mission Impossible 2 at 56%. But this is a franchise that goes from 56% to 98%. And each of the the ratings get higher and higher. I have no doubt this is going to be a fucking banger of a movie. Caution, it is two hours and 43 minutes long. Oh, shit. So we are in the age yeah, of I'm, long I'm, movies.
2: I'm seeing it that Thursday, so I will be in the theater Looking to see if uh, Tom Cruise, what Tom Cruise does next to kill himself.
0: Apparently, there's a lot of things. This movie also is coming out midweek Wednesday. This Wednesday, the day this show post, meaning it's actually coming out Tuesday, July 11th. Oh, so, really? yeah. So it may be, you know, it's going to have, I don't know how you count that box office. That's like a five day box office run up yeah. to the weekend, which is weird. It's a rare movie in the summer coming out on Wednesday. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely catch it probably Thursday. Friday, I can't oh, wait I, to I see. Totally,
2: I totally thought Thursday was the opening night.
0: Oh, opening night's actually Tuesday night. You could actually see it tomorrow from the the one we're recording. Wow, there's actually fan screenings going on today and tomorrow. Like they're kind of doing the same thing the Flash did, but the word and the hype for this one, uh, it's it. I think it's gonna be a good ride. Everyone's saying that final train scene is just is amazing and worth the price of admission.
2: So we should have uh, waited till this movie was over before doing the tournament.
0: I, you know what? I, was, I believe I said that at some point when we were coming. This and Extraction 2 would have definitely been added. So we'll talk about if this, I mean, if Fallout made it to the top four, this movie might have went even far. But we look, we planned a date. We had to do the tournament. Things happened.
2: We had, we had to set an arbitrary date, and we set it for after John Wick 4 <laughs> after, came out. Yes, and I
0: knew this was coming out, and I probably, this would have, yeah. Whatever, we'll redo the whole thing again. No, we won't. Well, we'll count it in the next uh, twenty years of action movies when we regroup. All right, all right. Let's (laughs) let's go from one guy, Chris McQuarrie, who makes great action movies, to another guy that you may forget actually makes pretty decent action movies. That is one Ridley Scott, old Ridley Scott. Who's how old is he? I think he's in the seventies. One hundred and seven. No, he's
2: one hundred and seven.
0: Would you consider him an action movie director?
2: Ooh, that's a damn good question. Because um, look,
0: he's got a couple of action movies under his belt.
2: Let me pull up his uh, filmography just real quick. While you here. do
0: that, the reason I bring up Ridley Scott is he's got a new trailer for his latest historical war epic, Napoleon.
2: Uh, so- I would not consider him no? an action movie director now. Okay. Okay. Gladiator. I is. think he he. Putting him in the action movie box, I think it's a fun box. Yep. But I don't think it's what really encapsulates what he does. If you look at like Blade Runner and the Martian, Thelma and
0: Louise, there's action in it, but there's
2: action in it, but there's they're just more his his uh his stuff I mean Wikipedia is saying right here, his stuff is mostly science fiction, crime, or historical. Ah uh, yeah. And historical epic. Yes, he's great at this. And uh, his work is known for its atmospheric and highly concentrated visual style.
0: Well, look, the only reason I say I ask you that is watching this trailer of Napoleon that features giant batshit battle scenes and naval warfare and fucking Napoleon uh, fucking cannonballing the pyramids for some reason. What the fuck? What did you think? Also in this uh, Vanessa Kirby, who we're going to see in Mission Impossible 7. She she's playing uh his wife. What's her name? Uh Josephine. Well, he had a lot of wives. Oh, uh, well, she's playing Empress Josephine. Gotcha. Uh
2: what did you think of this trailer just dropped today? I did watch it. I will say that I am normally not a fan of historic drama war dramas. Yeah. Action war whatever you want to call them. Those historic and he's done a few of them. He's done yes uh gladiator he's done robin hood he's done uh the last duel yeah. it's kind of like that yeah um, that so he bomb. likes this genre yeah is exodus gods and kings also one yeah kind of yeah. so these are all these like biblical or like historic war dramas don't normally like those kinds of movies there's a few that i do like but more or more often than not i'm not a fan uh this looks good though yeah um, right i don't I, look, I mean it looks pretty epic the battle scenes on the on the fields and the one where they're trapped on the ice and all that stuff looks really good. Oh, that Got scene g- is
0: great where he lures them onto ice and it's a trap and then cannonballs the ice to drop. I was like, oh, shit, Napoleon.
2: Yeah. I mean, that looks good. Will I watch it? I don't know. Uh, it's It looks like it's about two hours and 40 minutes. Oh, every movie is fucking two and three, uh, three hours and, long. Now. And really, Scott is don't get me wrong he's one of the all-time directors but he's also sometimes pretty hit or miss for me on movies that I, that he makes sometimes i like his shit sometimes i do not i don't know there's what do you think there is some impressive fucking cinematography
0: in this and yeah, large nice. scale cast and i i you know i i do love it looks like the movie amadeus uh meet with but just with more killing and battles which is about both sides. But it was the same. Like, it reminds me of that same period. The thing with the pyramids got me. Did that happen? Did he fucking cannonball the pyramids? What are you doing, Napoleon? What kind of Did an asshole ha- shoots at pyramid? The, I, the I pyramid? think his
2: empire ran- will lasted pretty. Yes. Far into almost to the Middle East. So that's it's not implausible. But I mean, I didn't know that he got to the pyramids.
0: I didn't know that either. And you see him kind of take the throne by force. And I uh, no oh, this looks fucking dope. I love Joaquin Phoenix in this role. I think he's going to do Really good. Uh, this comes out in November. It's an Apple TV movie. And it'll probably, I don't know if it's in the theaters and Apple TV Plus. But Ridley Scott still kind of uh, not making alien, great alien movies, but he's making other great movies. <laughs> but the last duel really bombed for him, which is, is surprising. So,
2: wasn't he all pissed off about that? Yeah. Sudden movies were dying and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's because nobody watched the last duel.
0: duel. Uh, yeah, that could Did. be. I, I love these historical epics. He learned stuff. Who you because you learn shit right yeah, well, if it's
2: accurate yeah <laughs> So say that to the people that uh criticize what's that movie with mel gibson oh the patriot no no well the patriot also bro. uh passion uh, of
0: christ apocalypto
2: no 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 the one uh Brave in Heart. scotland braveheart yeah everyone fucking hates on Braveheart because how inaccurate it is yeah so yeah you don't really learn you think you learn whatever the director thinks that's you, true he wants you to learn that's true what's your favorite historical epic Oh man! Either based on a true story or just historical. Mine's got to be. I think Gladiator's mine. Gladiator's
0: Although, up there. Braveheart's up there.
2: It gives yeah, you. Braveheart.
0: It gives you action and like
2: history. I don't like Braveheart as much. as I like Gladiator.
0: I tell you, watching Apocalypto, I would put that up there as like a historical.
2: Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a good one. Is it the, the um, what do you consider historical?
0: That's Before a good 1900?
1: question.
2: Hmm. Does it have to be?
0: Yeah, I would say 18th, 18th century and before, well, 19th century and before.
2: Yeah, ni- well, 19th century would be the 1800s, so yeah. Oh, 19th century and before. Because yeah. uh, then movies like so, like Saving Private Ryan is not a historical epic, it's just a war movie. Oh,
0: fu- it's a war movie. But this
2: also looks like a war
0: movie mixed with a character study of Napoleon.
2: No, but it's a historic. Yeah, it is a war movie, right? but it's a historic war movie.
0: Troy, was Troy any good? It was all right.
2: I didn't see Troy. Yeah uh oh I thought you like these kinds of movies do. What's the point? you don't have any you don't have any favorites no
0: I mean uh <laughs> I'm looking at a list now Fuck, they all quiet on the western front doesn't count but it is a great historical war epic or historical epic Gandhi does that count no
2: no that, that's you you just we just established that, that no, was I was before. wrong it doesn't I don't know it doesn't have to be
0: that um oh, mm, I don't know I love them all lori that doesn't count <laughs> Anything with cannons and swords. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We'll go well, see. I'm going to go. That, see. Was good. <laughs> that went that's, well. Yeah, I don't know. They're all great. Last Samurai with Tom Cruise now.
2: <laughs> sort of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a historic yeah. movie. I don't know if that's good.
0: 13 Assassins. Kind oh, of? I would count 13 Assassins. That's a histori- It's a historical movie. Um, sort of. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, old based on war. Based on old war. Anyways, let's. I wanted to finish up this news with some uh, box office. What are we news. watching? Oh, wait, no, no not yet. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Oh, I got a bunch for that. No, box office updates this year in the box office has been very interesting. If you look at uh, the top domestic grocers for this year and the top international grossing movies for this year, you'll notice a couple of things, right? Number one, first of all, spoiler, number one on both of those lists is guess which movie The Super Mario Brothers movie. Isn't that crazy?
2: Oh, wow.
0: It's made over half a million dollars domestically of 1.3 billion international. That's the biggest movie of the year. Uh, Just recently, I thought this was interesting. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse just passed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 domestics total. Hmm. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse, 357.6 million. Guardians, 357.5 million. That's crazy. Uh, we well, t- Last week, we talked about Indiana Jones 5. This movie's not doing well. In its second week, it loses it, the top spot to a uh, horror movie from Sony, Insidious, Red Door. Knocks it out of the top spot. That's not good. That's not good for this. This movie cost them $300 million to make. It was supposed to make Disney a lot of money. It, it It's a uh, second week drop. 58% is the biggest second week drop in the franchise history for Indiana Jones. That's not good. That's not good. That's going to be a commercial failure. The biggest not good is I've seen this headline in multiple websites claiming The Flash now has become the biggest superhero box office failure of all time. Oh, shit. It's only in its fourth week. It has made a total internationally worldwide $262 million. Domestic, it's sitting at $105 million. This movie costs them now I'm reading it cost them about $450 million to make with a $200 million budget for marketing and advertising. Warner Brothers said to have they're going to be minus $200 million. They're going to lose $200 million on this movie. And that beats out the last two losing bombs that Warner Brothers just had. Shazam 2 is going to cost them $150 million. Black Adam, uh, they are minus $100 million. Look. three fucking Warner Brother DC bombs in a row. In fact, this movie mm-hmm. bombed so hard it is rumored to be coming out on digital uh, like next week.
2: Well, yeah, because they just got to they got to fucking move it along. You got to get it out there and then they got to see if people buy it. And yeah, it's not good. July That's 18th, good. right? Isn't that I, I mean, Marvel? I mean, Mar- excuse me, Marvel DC. It's really going down the shitter. I don't know. I really am concerned about if James Gunn is coming in too late it might be too late it might be too little too late
0: i think though the movie's overall it's not just them like indie 5 is had a hard time elemental uh from pixar had a hard time so look domestically top 5 right now is super mario brothers movie across the spider verse guardians 3 little mermaid avatar top 5 Ooh. international top 5 super mario brothers movie guardians
2: 3 fast x Across
0: the Spider Verse, The Little Mermaid.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it the movie, the box office in general is not good, as you just said. Yeah, what is but, happening? You think time has passed? People are coming out. there. Is it. There's too much
0: coming out at once after like stuff got delayed. We knew last year, looking at this year, that this year was going to be packed. It might be too much.
2: Yeah, I, I just I don't know what's the American box office is is it's kind of frightening what's going on here. I don't know what to make of it but people aren't going out and seeing a shit ton of people. people are people are going and seeing movies but they're only seeing like five or six a year yeah if that even though they're going and seeing a few but yeah. they're not seeing there's not a good consistent movie going crowd or maybe the movie going crowds is like we're fucking tired of all this shit I
0: mean it might be oversaturation because like what well, we got we have Mission Impossible coming out in the middle of this week next week the double hit is here Barbie Oppenheimer do you think any of those either of those cracks a hundred million dollars opening why opening opening weekend domestically oppenheimer is the three fucking hours long no barbie is not but it's barbie Oppenheimer and both early reactions for barbie are out i hear it's fantastic
2: people are loving it
0: and i also heard oppenheimer is fucking amazing
2: wow i'm pumped to see both Um, right well uh, yeah i'm I don't know. I don't know if either. Releasing them both at the same time, although it's, I would assume it's different audiences, it's different audiences. But that that is. Crazy. I just don't think there's a lot of people seeing movies. That clearly yeah. just isn't. There's because just, you could stay home. You can watch Extraction too. There's so many
0: things to watch at home.
2: It's, yeah, I think there's just so much more competition for people's dollar. Yeah. That movies. I don't know. I I think. I think I think. I think it's, it's it's not good i don't know if, I, I, I was gonna say i think movie theaters are dying but that's been a thing that's been said for a while yeah i don't know what to make of it i just uh yeah these movies aren't getting a lot of money the other thing, a lot of movies are losing money
0: the, yeah and i mean and they're spending too much on the fucking movies you don't need to make a 300 million dollar indiana jones movie what are you doing i mean part of that yeah, maybe I mean, we COVID? don't need
2: we didn't need an indiana jones no, movie. you didn't you really didn't need a we point. didn't we needed a better flash movie than what we got yeah. Fast X, although what's weird about Fast X is it's made only 145 here, but yeah. it's made almost 500. It's almost made 600 million yeah. internationally, International, so it's still making a shit ton of money. Yeah, they
0: love that internationally, which is usually what those movies do better internationally but than domestically.
2: I'm looking at Marvel's numbers, and they're the only ones that are still somewhat healthy. I mean, their, their numbers aren't as high as it used to be, but you look at the last few. Yeah. Just real quick, Guardians. Guardians is at eight forty one. Yeah, almost eight forty one million worldwide. Ant Man was four sixty. That was considered a disappointment, but still, I mean, it's four sixty. Yeah, that's What's not the bad. Flash at right now. Yeah,
0: no, Flash is not got to crack three hundred million dollars. Indiana Jones probably won't crack three hundred million dollars. Right. It's
2: crazy. It's and crazy. And that was considered a disappointment. Yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever was eight fifty total. Thor: Love and Thunder, discipline considered a not great movie, seven sixty. See. Doctor Strange nine fifty, Spider Man No Way Home one point nine, and then the stuff before that. Eternals was four hundred million, Shang Chi was four hundred thirty. But those were that was pandemic yeah, era too. Yeah, that was like post pandemic, kind of like a weird time. They're but. still hitting six to eight plus. Yeah, they're still million. consistently. Other than Ant Man and in the Was Quantum Mania, they're still. 750 or above. And poor fucking DC can't fucking
0: string anything. And and I'm I'm
2: assuming they're probably pouring in because these movies have a usually right now are hovering around a budget of 200 to 250. Yes. You factor in easily marketing. So that's usually double. So it's like four or 500. They're still freaking making a profit on all these movies. They're still hand over fist making a profit. Even Ant Man, if you did, they did, if they doubled their their market, if the marketing was 200, they still made about $60 million, which is, you know, not the best but they yeah. didn't they they still fucking made money.
0: Guardians is the only strong one right now and same thing across the Spider-Verse domestically. Here's the other thing I noticed. Ever since remember during the pandemic they were like we're going to shorten the theatrical release window to 45 days before we put it on streaming and shit. And I'd noticed the last few months or like like since last year These movies are coming, hitting the streaming services really quickly. Real quick. Some 45 days. One movie came out like 17 days later. It was on on fucking streaming. Uh, So that is an interesting strategy. So that also, I think, why would you go to the theater when you could just wait literally like three
2: weeks and just
0: fucking watch it at home? Yeah. It makes a difference that changes people's habits when you Change that theatrical window. That's interesting. So, yeah, the whole box office this year is very, very interesting. I thought it would be a lot better with the amount of shit that's come out. I thought it would be a lot better. Uh, and it's struggling. It's crazy.
2: Crazy. This, this is crazy.
0: This is crazy. This is crazy.
2: Yeah, I don't know what to make of it. It's uh,
0: go out and see movies. listener. that's the go thing. See, go
2: see movies. Next weekend. Yeah, right. Go
0: see both Barbie and a Hoppen, Oppenheimer. Double, double it. Or pay for a, a one ticket. Oppenheimer. Oppen, Oppen Barbieheimer. Oppenheimer,
2: Oppen, Oppenheimer.
0: Oppen Arby Go watch Oppen <laughs> Arby and eat some Arby's while you're doing it and Ooh. you know what maybe don't sneak into the second buy tickets for both of them because <laughs> you <can> just <laughs> buy tickets for one and go to the other uh, do a double feature go see both movies support the industry uh, McQuarrie friend. Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie posted this thing where they were standing in front of movie posters for both Barbie and Oppenheimer with the movie tickets for both movies and Tom Cruise was like look it's great go see both of them go see these movies trying to hype up his movie <laughs> god i love movies he's crazy it's great anyway this,
2: this is crazy it's crazy
0: all right let's take a quick break here play some promos and we're gonna take it way back to the 80s and we'll re- we're gonna
2: take a way back we gonna
0: take it way back review down. an amazing foreign action movie right after this after these
1: messages we'll be right back What's up? This is Brian, and I'm the host of Citizens of Pawnee, a Parks and Recreation podcast. That's right, a podcast dedicated to my favorite TV show, Parks and Rec. Every week I discuss my favorite things about the show, which include character breakdowns, episode rewatches, and other random facts and tidbits about the show. You can find me on Instagram at Citizens of Pawnee Podcast, and listen wherever you get your podcasts now. You will literally love it. Forgive
2: the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on new comic book day.
0: Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. <gasps> Listener, if you've been enjoying the show, it's a great time to give back and join our Patreon fan club. Visit slash Patreon. Jockinerd! And you can support us monetarily, monthly, annually. Uh, and you get stuff. There's access to a, an exclusive podcast feed where there's bonus content, instant reactions. The shows come out early, fun stuff over there. You get access to our Discord hangout, our monthly geek out every once a month. You'll hang out on Discord. And uh, just shoot the shit and go over news, and I get to hear from you guys. It's a lot of fun. This month's Discord I have scheduled for Thursday, July twentieth, eight p.m. It is the Thursday before Barbie and Oppenheimer come out. So, oh, you may be busy. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be watching Oppenheimer. You watch it on All Friday. Guys. I'll watch it on Friday. You watch it on the Thursday. <laughs> I was either going to do that or push it back to the next week. It may change. Uh, And there's also a You Pick It tier where you can pick any movie for us to watch and review. All that stuff is a lot of fun. If it sounds like fun to you, you should sign up. Jockanderd.com slash Patreon. Go there. Do it. Okay, let's get to this week's review. We are taking a look back at uh, one of uh, uh, an amazing action movie that should have been in the 80s action movie tournament. Of course, I'm talking about Jackie Chan in Police Story from 1985. Here's your spoiler alerts.
1: Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time.
0: Also, Rugboy, don't be mad we're reviewing this
2: without you. It's just how it should be. Or, or John Belotti Jr. Or Belotti. I, I will make a nice little tease, though. Oh. Okay. Do there you... are talks. Yeah. We're and gonna... I think potential plans. Oh, we're going on strike? Oh, no, that's something. No, we're not. Well, no, <laughs> we're, we're, we, we get what we want. From we're the in movies, talks. So, that's right. Yeah. We're in talks right now. To potentially do a best of the last 40 years tournament using the results from the last three tournaments. Yeah, and? Plus, potentially including, because the foreign films didn't get any love in the 80s or 90s, two foreign films from the 80s, two foreign films from the 90s, creating a 16-team tournament. And uh, I would say this movie has a, very strong likelihood of of making that uh, best of tournament. So holy
0: shit, I love that idea. I mean, it, it, would this be where we could add Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning? That wouldn't make any sense, would it?
2: No, yeah. uh, probably not. Add Dead Reckoning, but uh, but I see where you're going with it because yeah, there was we just stuck
0: to American movies for the 80s and 90s, and man, I you know, there's a lot out there. This movie in particular,
2: I've already got it plotted out where it would be yeah. four mini pods one in the 80s one 90s 2000 uh 21st century in the foreign and you'd have one film from each in each pod so you'd have four mini tournaments oh, okay. including one movie from each okay and then uh and then going from there so you would guarantee in the first and second round that it's completely fresh matchups
0: oh i like this
2: i think right. I understood like, it'd be like said. uh you don't know what the fuck this means but uh, it'd be as it'd be world cup pool play amongst oh, okay. the four tournaments. Okay. Four, four, bra- four pots, and uh, and then we'd get down to a a final four, and then... Yeah, uh, you want soccer
0: references then? Yeah, oh, that? yeah.
2: we're doing it, It'd oh, be shit. World Cup, baby. It'd be the World Cup oh, of movies. I watched Ted Lasso. I know what
0: that's about. Oh, okay. I, I watch Welcome to Wrexham. That's great. Uh, anyways. Welcome to, your, welcome to your rectum. Well, well the doctor said rectum. It nearly killed him. <laughs> no, we're not talking about <laughs> soccer. We're talking about police story. Police story is the first of seven police story movies. This is a legit Jackie Chan franchise. Uh, it consists of three sequels, one spin-off, and two reboots of the police story, which is wild going all the wild. way into the two thousands on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is sitting at, uh, it only has 28 reviews, 93% though, uh, 7.5 out of 10, 88% audience score Uh, It made uh, only $18 million when it came out worldwide, internationally. I think it did have a short run here. And this is a movie that is written, directed, stunt coordinated, starring, and he sang the theme song, people. Yes, Jackie Chan (laughs) performing all of those duties. On Police Story. Did you know he sang the fucking theme vocals? No, I had no idea. Yeah, in it says it in the credits, too. It's a theme song sung by Jackie Chan. I was like, what? What? Uh, so, Jackie Chan and uh, a bunch of other uh, Chinese people. Maggie Chung, who we saw in Hero and then some other names. I'm not going to read the back of their names.
2: Try. Uh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. We got don't Bridget it. Lin,
0: <laughs> Yoon Chor, Ken Tong, Bill Tong, Shi Wing Lao, Lots of names like that, whoa, Charlie Cho. You know any of these people? No, nobody knows. Doesn't matter. What matters is you know that Jackie Chan did all of those things: wrote, direct, uncoordinated coordinated, starred, and sung the fucking song. And it is a nice tight hundred minutes runtime, which is great because what are we talking about now? Fucking three hour movies, everyone. What are you doing? What is happening? Give me a nice hundred uh, minute movie. I'm a happy guy. Anthony, <laughs> had you seen Police Story before? Never, never seen Police Meen Story either. But I've heard about this movie. And, of course, we've all heard about the tales of Jackie Chan on set, you know, doing his stunts, getting hurt. So what
2: happens in the first police story movie of the franchise? Oh, this movie is about a sting on a crime lord, I guess, in Hong Kong. And uh, the sting goes wrong. And Jackie Chan is playing a policeman who is a part of this sting. Um, He is able to capture... The the lead guy, but um, they need evidence and he's got to protect the lead witness who happens to be the crime uh, boss's uh, secretary. Yes. And this movie is about him protecting this witness. So she gets to trial and can uh, put this guy down.
0: It wasn't his girlfriend. I thought it was his girlfriend.
2: No, that's not his girlfriend. His girlfriend's in the movie, though.
0: Oh, it was his secretary.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, protecting a witness, chasing mobsters uh and uh first time watching both of us what did you think in 2023 of
2: 1985 Jackie Chan and probably his like peak form there. Yeah, this is one of his um his uh, one of his most popular movies ever, I think. I think he prior to this was trying to do some stuff. I watched something on Joe Blow yep, movies. Yep, yep, yep. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, I, th- I read the article. I think it's in the
2: same video. Yeah, and he, he was trying to break into Hollywood and he just wasn't happy with the way he was being casted and, and allowing to not not being allowed to do fight scenes the way he would normally do them. What? So he came back. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Now, what's weird is before this, the movie that failed getting into American audiences, it was a movie called The Protector, but it wasn't about finding his elephant. It was with no. Danny Aiello and uh, James Glickenhaus directed and that was supposed to be his entry into the American film market, and it was a disappointing experience overall. So then, you know, what does he do? He takes control. He's like, "I'm fucking write it. I'm gonna direct it. I'm gonna do everything to do right. how I so, want
2: it." So he gets over and does Police Story, and it's pretty damn good. I mean, even to this day, it's pretty good. It's I, I always knew the Jackie, and I've seen some some Jackie Chan stuff. I didn't get yeah. into his, his Jackie Chan until the '90s, but. um, I mean the stunt work he's doing, the fact that it's um, he kind of effortlessly blends in comedy, yeah, with um, a little bit more serious stuff. It's it's just different. You don't see a lot of movies like this where it's this balls to walls action, but then also comedy, but then also the way it's structured. You, you know they they have a courtroom scene in the middle of the movie. Yeah, there's like
0: slapstick shit going on. Yeah,
2: you know there's a. a a f- like the, the courtroom scene it's and then the whole him being scene. framed is yeah. like then He gets serious in the last act yeah. of the movie. So it's like the movie completely shifts from him protecting this girl to him having to clear his name. And he gets all, like all that's seri- almost two yeah. different movie concepts in one.
0: Yeah, he that's a good point. <laughs> he mixes it together. The first half has multiple pie in the face jokes, right? That's the right. kind of tone. And then by the end of it, he's fucking yelling at them. He's serious. He ain't taking no shit. I was like, whoa, this is quite a turn. But I tell you what, This movie is fucking fantastic. We talk about Tom Cruise being a crazy person, a madman doing his own studs. You forget that he's just doing he learned it from Jackie Chan. This man is fucking a madman. Um, You see him do all these things. Not only is the action great, like you said, this comedy. He's so there's something about him. He's so charming and he has such a screen presence. He pulls you right in. Um, even that the, the telephone scene with the multiple phones, that's just like a three stooges bit <laughs> is hilarious the way he pulls it off. He's so smooth. He's doing stunts in that, but like, well,
2: and, and he's kicking the phone over and yeah, he's, he's
0: flipping the pencil and catching it. And he's twisted around.
2: Well, I went in that scene. I wrote down that one lady calls in and she says he's been, she's like been raped. Yes. I don't mean to laugh, yeah. but they play it as a joke because he's like, oh, sorry, let me yeah. get this call. Oh, oh Sorry. Oh, oh. And then he's eating at the end. It, it ends with him eating uh, yeah. the the ramen that he's been cooking with pencils and he swallows an eraser. Yes, yeah, he uses like, the, the two fuck?
0: pencils as, as chopsticks. That that call, that's not the disturbing part of the call. If you notice, the disturbing part is right before that, a lady calls that says, my husband is beating me. But that's, oh, that that's not important as the rape that he puts her on hold. To go talk to the rape lady. And she's like, I was raped a year ago when this lady's getting beat by her husband presently who is on hold. <laughs> and then the third that someone lost their cow on the third call.
2: It's all very funny. But it's yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 very slapsticky. Yeah. But then you see him doing real stunts. You know, I mean, the, mo- the movie starts out and there's him. The iconic one of him hanging off a bus with an umbrella. Oh, it's great. But then the other one is I, that I didn't know was in this movie is those fucking cars. They just send them straight oh, downhill. Okay, through like a shanty town. Yeah,
0: we're gonna go over all of this because this movie actually very uh, influential. They are oh, yeah. scenes through a, a bunch of scenes that we have seen in modern action movies. So what Jackie Chan is doing is ta- you take Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and you turn them into action stars, and you have fucking Jackie Chan. He's this timing is impeccable. His athleticism. This movie is so 80s in a very good way. It's got all the mm-hmm. 80s tropes. And the other thing I love is you see him fight multiple dudes at once. None of this one of the time shit. No. He will fucking take out a group of people and you see the choreography and how he's getting all of them. It's amazing.
2: And, and you see, I don't know if this is the beginning of it, but you see the uh, what epitomizes his style where it's him fighting a bunch of people. Sometimes it's comedy, but then sometimes. Yeah he's legit fighting them yeah and he's doing his own stunts but he's using his environment to his yeah. advantage Yeah, he's, the know, he's best picking up that. something here he's kicking someone into glass yeah. he's getting clicking kicked in the oh, glass
0: there's so much broken glass in this movie yeah I like and, the and, john and, wick
2: movie you know and we will get into the the climax at the end because that is an oh. all-timer oh but- my
0: god yeah just oh my god when i read about the shit that happened just wait so i you know fantastic and the minute it ended i was like this should have been in the fucking eighties, fucking action tournament. <laughs> but we had Rush Hour in the nineties, so I'm surprised it's taken this long in our journey through action movies to talk about a full on. Well, he he didn't journey. he didn't
2: really make his breakthrough in the U S. until um until Rumble in the Bronx.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. That
2: was the first movie that actually got um some success here, and then that's what that's what got him into Rush Hour. But by the time he does Rush Hour, I mean he's a he's a forty five year old man.
0: Yeah, and that's not really a jet. That's like a Chris Tucker Jackie Chan movie. This is a Jackie
2: Chan. Oh, yeah. This is a Jackie Chan movie to the max. I I I have to admit I I again, I thought I always knew that Jackie Chan was funny, but I always thought his stuff was a little slapsticky yeah. um as a kid, even as a kid by Joy Rushar, but this one I was freaking laughing. Yeah. I was I was I was cracking up when he is when he brings home the girl, yes. the witness. This is a sitcom scene. And he gets yeah, and he gets yeah, it's a whole total sitcom. Yeah. And he and the the girlfriend's there surprising yes. him. She's all confused. Yeah. And then she comes back to forgive him. He's, and talking, he's, he's talking in the shit bathroom about her. talking shit about.
0: Yeah. Her. You do get the uh eighties
2: uh necessary ass shot for all action stars. Oh, yeah. You get that yeah. when you're taking a he gets to show his ass yeah, too. Yeah, he showed his ass. And, and then prior to that, they do a scene where I was like a little thrown off at first. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize he was in cahoots with the guy, but they do a scene where it's almost like serial killer. Yeah. Halloween. But
0: it's like a joke because it's, but then it turns into a joke. (laughs) It's so (laughs) silly. And, but she knocks him out for real. And he's like, she she, she hits him in the
2: head twice and he has to like dance with a, like a limp body and make sure he's still fighting. I mean,
0: am I watching a three stooges fucking short here? It's, but it's (laughs) great. Like the meshing of these tones, the balance. it works for some reason because he is so charismatic and just
2: so uh, funny. It works very well, and then in the end, it almost takes over this... Once he gets framed, it yeah. takes a really hard turn where it goes, we no safe. more jokes. Yeah. Yeah. The One of the police officers that he gets gets killed, yeah. shot like point blank right in the in, chest, yeah. he's framed for it. Yeah. And then he's just staking these guys out yeah. at the mall, yeah. and it just goes into this... I mean, even to this day in an Ill, wild action scene.
0: Wait, we'll get to that. Let's start at the beginning because right away it. you get this great scene where uh, they're all undercover in this, like it's like flavellas in South America, mm-hmm. but a shanty in town Kong. in Hong Kong on the side of a, a, a mountain. Right. And it's a great shootout scene. And then you have, and this is all practical that's the other thing you got to remember there's no cgi in this They are driving cars down the hill through people's fucking
2: shacks um, explosions well, are going off but before that well by, before and that scene is great but before that it is kind of t- like it's the setup is very serious Yeah. Like the music's yeah, like yeah, rah- 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 yeah. like and then and you see all like the players yeah, and then there's the this rundown. guy on the mission in the sting yeah. that's peeing his pants Yes. He, yes. can't yeah. But they don't play it for jokes. They yeah. play it really serious that he's just very traumatized by this whole incident. Well, he shoots the guy and then pisses his pants, but his hands are shaking. He's not prepared
0: right. to be there at all. Like it must have been his first fucking day on the job or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So then you have this scene where Jackie Chan is chasing the bad guy and he the bad guy rolls down the hill in the car through a shanty town, yeah. and Jackie Chan follows <laughs> he him. He gets in his hell. car. He's like, I'm going to do this, too. In this scene, Michael Bay captures. Yes. Michael Bay copies scene for scene in Bad Boys oh, Two. Shit.
0: That's what it reminded me of. I was like, "Wait, I've seen this somewhere." It was absolutely. But they they fucking Boys did team. that. Yeah, they fucking sent these cars Listen, down the hill. That is all. Yes, that's all. And the last shot, you see Jackie Chan drive the car down the hill and get out. Like he's driving the fucking car. There was <laughs> that wasn't a stunt driver. And this, uh, in the, in of course, all great Jackie Chan movies have credit scene with the bloopers and one of the bloopers you see that w- i think his car flips somebody's car flips oh, yeah. i mean
2: he, he's just getting himself he's breaking bones I, that was one of the things i read or either saw or read that was a reason why he couldn't get over here is because because he's the lead guy but he was also doing his own stunts yeah. the insurance oh yeah numbers on insuring him yeah were so astronomical that they, it was like no we're not not having our lead guy come here and then also do his own stuff so i himself. wonder
0: how tom cruise deals with this does he like insure himself or does he say you know oh, fuck I that know. i don't don't even get the insurance but the, the 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 production company needs insurance i don't know what kind yeah. of fucking policy they have on the tom cruise
2: because that that man is putting himself in danger another Tom but Cruise jackie thing, chan is is the pioneer of doing put yourself in Another thing really Tom Cruise danger. stole from Jackie
0: Chan is Jackie Chan is a great runner. I really appreciate it. when he runs, <laughs> he's booking it just like top cruise, Tom cruise, stole all the shit from Jackie Chan. I'm convinced now.
2: <laughs> so then that leads That's up. He's not nearly as uh nimble and fighting. Like, no, Jackie he Chan can't was. do all the athletic
0: stuff, which is the one thing Jackie's got on top of everybody. Um, so that, at, at, that chase actually leads to the bus scene where the guy gets away, gets on a bus and then, uh, Production note was Jackie Chan needed to use a metal umbrella because the wooden one kept fucking uh, breaking or he kept slipping. But again, he is hanging off the back of this bus being dragged. His feet are on the ground dragging. He's hanging off this thing. All
2: the- when, when he's hanging and then yes. the, he's going through the cars and he has to like oh, sit comedy. up so he doesn't hit himself. Yes, That's God. really happening.
0: But also how Charlie Chaplin is that? He's like running on top of the hoods and lifting his leg. Like it's mm-hmm. funny and also thrilling. And Mm -hmm. it's really him at the same time. And then the end of the bus scene is another thing we have seen in another 80s action movie. The bus Mm -hmm. comes to a screeching halt as he pulls out a gun, fires in the air, and three dudes come flying out the front of the bus and hit the ground. And so they really, yeah, these are real people. These
2: are are real people,
0: real stuntmen hitting the concrete.
2: So what happens is when he, he stands in front of the bus and shoots the bus, the bus the the basically he's playing a game of chicken with the bus driver. The yeah. bus driver yeah. hits the brake. Yeah, and what was supposed to happen is the two guys are supposed to crash through the window, and the momentum was supposed to carry them into the car that Jackie Chan oh, is standing that's behind in front of him. him. Really, that would have would that would have broken their fall oh, they were supposed
0: but, to land on the fucking car
2: well they were supposed oh, to land the car but they didn't they don't they didn't create enough momentum so they fucking
0: land the right before the car in front of the car on the concrete <laughs> and you i'm watching that and i'm like that's a real fucking people just fell right yeah, i, I watch like land on his head there's no way they fucking faked that yeah, <laughs> what fuck did that happen but these dudes landed on their heads and somehow did yeah. not die i don't know how did they not happening? break their neck holy shit is amazing what does that remind you of where have we seen this do you know
2: that's from Tango and Cash. Correct, Amundo. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> he copies thing. it. Uh, Stallone copies that scene yep. for scene in the yep. beginning. Isn't that crazy?
0: How influential yeah. this movie is. Yep. But then we get into that scene where, first of all, they do the, this thing with PR photos, which is hilarious, where he's posing on a bike and helping people, and they're <laughs> staging it as just silly. He's going on TV. Then we get into that scene where he has the his witness doesn't believe she's in danger; she's not taking it seriously. So he gets his buddy to wear a mask and pretend to attack her. As he fights her and she knocks him out for real, comedy gold. But then <laughs> they are attacked for real, and that's a great fight scene on the street. Th- that's a good one, but amongst all the other it scenes, it kind of gets buried.
2: Yeah, it yeah. gets buried.
0: Then we get into the sitcom bit where he brings the witness home and the girlfriend's there, and he's talking shit and it's all big misunderstanding and he's getting pies to the face. He pulls her off the moped real hard, like that. He seemed like he's being a little bit of an asshole to the girlfriend, though. Part of me thought.
2: Oh yeah, he was he's definitely a big dick. He used I mean, he's, he's he's trashing his girlfriend in front of the witness <laughs> for no reason. It's, keeps putting
0: then we get a whole
2: fucking court
0: scene of him uh, you know, you which is interesting because it's using details from that opening bus scene we just saw in this court scene, which is kind of neat. Like it wasn't, you know, they it was all planned for a purpose. Uh I also love this bit when he's he's late for court and he slides into the parking spot, a little spin move. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, the the guy, the guy is like about to, uh, he's like measuring his car. He's like, it's perfect spot for my car. And then the guy just, he just (laughs) slides his car in sideways.
0: The guy's like, you suck, but nice parking job. (laughs) He like, compliments, (laughs) it's crazy. (laughs) And then we get to the covering the phones in the police station scene. Uh, Again, more physical comedy. comedy. More like, more physical Three Stooges-esque comedy. Great physical comedy. And that one ends with another weird line where he tells the, 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 the girl who got raped is like, are there pills? He's like, I'll check. And then he thinks he's talking to her, but he's talking to his girlfriend. He goes, tell him to, tell him to take two morning after pills. And she goes, tell your own mother to take morning after pills. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> oh, and then how about uh, his e-brake not working? And he's standing there talking to his girlfriend, May, just holding his car.
2: And he like, <laughs> and he makes her hold it. He's like, here, hold this car while I go to the phone booth and then then they're talking and it just rolls into the phone oh my booth. god
0: they almost got hit by the fucking car again that's a real <laughs> stunt you had to jump out of the way it ran right through the phone booth okay so he's framed for murder we, we talked about that and now he's on the run this scene well,
2: they have the scene in the courtroom yeah. where he, he has the tape that he's recorded oh, right. but then she the assistant yeah. recorded over it it yeah. yeah. makes it sound like he was about to bang her Yes, and, everybody's and, laughing. And his girlfriend's just sitting there, like, "Oh my god, why was she in the courtroom?
0: She went to watch this. Why did you go go to watch?" This and she festival? and she's
2: still and By the end of the movie, she's still with. She's
0: still with him. Like, But what's she going goes on? Hm, and walks and leaves. <laughs> leaves the courtroom after <laughs> all that. Then he's like, "It's not." He's freaking out. And then he yells at them in the police station and pulls a gun and pulls the gun on that guy. That's kind of crazy. But then when uh, he has to save her uh, from the gangsters, they find him. He fucking tosses her off the roof. And that uh, that lady's doing a stunt in the off of the pool. That was a huge leap. I thought he was going to jump
2: too, but he doesn't. He just throws her. Oh, yeah, he throws her off the roof he into throws the water. Her off
0: the roof into the pool. Um, and then the whole final scene hinges on the fact that the secretary has gone to the old timey computer and printed out on dot matrix all of his data. And some for some reason, this is important. Okay. Anyways, that brings us to this amazing. Final mall scene where there's so much little fight scenes happening, so much in the environment used, so much breakaway glass being broken. Uh a couple of highlights for me. Him using the clothing rack as a weapon is fucking phenomenal.
2: That's a good scene. Brandon Lee uses ends up using yep, the clothing rack. That's another rack thing
0: in, in, yeah. in Rapid Fire. Brandon Lee also uses the scene where He's on the motorcycle and he gets driven through multiple panes of glass or he drives the other guy through glass. That's also in rapid fire. So right away, we have three action movies that's that bit from this. This is how influential Uh, I love the guy falling in between the escalators when he knocks him down. And again, these stunt people are taking these falls and these hits. Uh, They throw him over a railing where he crashes through a trellis and right into the ground below. There's no padding there. There's yeah. no padding there. Like that's him you know. taking that fucking fall. It's amazing. And then, and then Anthony, what is the big
2: final fucking scene? That almost killed. I him. mean, the guy he's on, at. He's fighting these guys at the mall. He's probably about five, three, three to five, maybe five stories up. I, I I need to check again. Yeah, he's pretty high up. And and the guy, the bad guy, is down at the do- the bottom of the and he, of the mall, and he sees a pole with Christmas lights hanging all the way down to the bottom and he jumps on the pole and slides down the pole. While he's sliding down, all the Christmas lights start exploding yeah. around him. Yeah. And by the time he gets to the bottom, he falls into like a one of those random shacks that they random pop up shacks yeah, that they he, build at malls. Yeah. He
0: crashes through a thing. I
2: mean, it, it's just it's the most unbelievable stunt you'll ever fucking see. <laughs>
0: and you know this was big deal because they show it to you three times. Oh yeah, they did. They pull an Ong Bak. Pull I guess Ungbach Ong is
2: pulling a Jackie yes, Chan. Yes. They, yeah, they show. This is the only time in the movie where they go instant replay.
0: Well, you know why? They he probably had one shot to do this, and you could see in his face before the jump how kind of nervous he is. Like they left mm-hmm. it in the movie. Here's the behind the scenes of this stunt. This is wild. So apparently, those lights had been up on that pole for a while. By the time they were shooting this scene, the pole had heated. The pole had gotten hot from the lights. Jackie Chan did not know this. He does the pole slide and the stunt. He suffers second-degree burns on his hands, as well as injuring a couple of vertebrae, and he dislocated his
2: pelvis when he landed. Like, he almost paralyzed himself. I mean... Before that even happened, this fight scene is great. Yeah. I mean, you had mentioned how much glass he gets thrown through he gets thrown through a uh, uh something like that earlier too, where he gets thrown basically off a two story thing through like a tree flat oh, yeah. like wooden thing. Yeah. So I mean this fight scene's already great. Yeah. And I mean, it becomes an all timer when he fucking does that. Absolutely. That's a wild
0: stunt uh, to yeah. think that he's it, actually doing.
2: It. That it's so insane that he actually did that. I cannot believe he did that. Dude,
0: the, and the the you see you see in the credits, like at one point they're carting him away and a stretcher. You see him nervous. Apparently, even though he burned his fucking hands, he went to shoot scenes for a movie called Heart of the Dragon on the same fucking day. He is a Jeez badass. Christ. He's a fucking badass.
2: And, and and as we as I mentioned earlier, this scene. By the way, they're, the, the, before that he jumps down, they're, like, kicking his girlfriend's ass. Which oh, yeah. Is like, you'll never, you would never oh, yeah. see they're, that. They're the kicking her
0: down the stairs and shit,
2: yeah. Yeah, but this scene, this whole seven-minute fight scene yeah. is played completely straight. It's not played for laughs. It is completely serious, and it ends in a way where, I mean, he's threatening the bad guy with a knife to the guy's throat. Oh, yeah, he's about and to kill him, yeah. And it actually kind of ends in a weird way because... Everyone, the lawyers and now the cops are like, don't do it. You know, don't do this. And it ends with him just like being so angry that he still fucking punches the, the bad guy, the old bad guy yeah, in the stomach, in the stomach. He punches the fucking lawyer and it just ends with him being all pissed off.
0: It ends in a freeze frame like it's an 80s fucking sitcom. Right. Which is wild. It ended in a freeze frame and then
2: you get those amazing credits. But it, it ends in a way that's like. You don't normally would have seen that like you would see the bad the good guy kind of like okay I'm going to like hold on do the off, right thing do the right thing and his, this one he's just like he's so overcome with anger and then it's like that's it it ends with him being fucking pissed off and am everyone to fucker up. yeah like what happened
0: after that Does, did he get away did he go to jail did usually he get a it would
2: end with a uh, uh, an extra a scene where they they go to jail a little wrap or, up yeah yeah a little wrap up no there's no wrap up it's just him losing his temper and that's it this
0: thing ends in the mall where the action scene takes place that's just like the movie's just over which yeah. it's it is, it just it literally just abruptly ends. it's crazy but that <laughs> gives it the nice tight runtime. Right. yeah when he fell through the glass display he had to be hospitalized for that i think that's what you're talking about so this man went to the hospital he bleeds man, this for it's
2: crazy his fucking his scene. the fact yeah. that he's burning his hands down the fucking
0: second degree burns yes
2: oh, man <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, that him flying down that hot pole, it's got to be so goddamn painful. And he literally, the scene, when he crashes down, he gets up right away.
0: Yeah, and he runs off. Like, he, yeah. he hurt himself. <laughs> and, he get, and just think about that. He didn't know. He wouldn't have known the pole was hot. He doesn't no, let go.
2: Until he gets on it he can, and he doesn't let he go. He continues yeah, to adrenaline. do the
0: stunts. This, well, he
2: can't let go. No, because it'll fall. <laughs> he's going to die.
0: <laughs> and I think he was, I mean, I would have been worried about being electrocuted the way those lights oh, were yeah. popping as he's sliding down. Yeah. But who would have thought you got fucking burned by the pole that the lights were? I didn't think about that. Uh, so, yeah, that stunt, I believe, almost fucking killed him. And it's fantastic. And I love the credits at the end uh they are jackie chan in his autobiography considers this film his best in terms of actions and stunt and
2: the damn good yeah
0: so uh they're working on a uh a sequel to the reboot apparently the story from march 2023 uh the reboot was new police story uh, there gonna, were two reboots. Actually, there were two reboots. So they're working on a sequel to the first reboot, New Police Story, from uh, the early two thousands, I think. Uh, and Chan will not play the same character, I believe. I haven't. I kind of want to watch the other Police Stories.
2: Well, I've heard so Police Story two I heard is pretty good, but I've heard three, which is called also called Super Cop, is oh right, a, a contender. Oh, yeah, Super Police Story Super Cop seven well, we'll, hundred. Well, what we're doing is we're having rugs and uh Bellotti come up with the two eighties and two nineties movies. I mean, I think this has gotta or
0: be or one of the eighties movies. Absolutely. No, oh, I think, yeah, has most definitely. All the DNA. Apparently 700 pounds of sugar glass was broken. That's the breakaway glass. In the making. glass. There's a lot of fake glass. Like he takes it to the face and what? He can. I mean, even the women. Yeah. He's, the yeah. women are the the, oh, yeah. the witness gets thrown yeah, through. Glass. She gets thrown around. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They had uh fifteen cameras shooting that pole stunt uh because well, they, they only they, they, do, they only got the once. shot yeah also apparently the uh the mall was supposed to open soon and they had to hurry up and finish shooting because they didn't say open the fucking mall so <laughs> <laughs> the man is a fucking maniac uh uncharted apparently has action scenes inspired by police story 2. i haven't watched uncharted
2: i mean this is um we we hadn't seen it but it's one of the most influential action yeah. movies ever clearly
0: Clearly, I used to watch. Did you know he had a cartoon, Jackie Chan Adventures? Like it was a Saturday morning cartoon back in the day. I did not. No. I used to watch it. It was really good. It's actually very good. I think he did the voice. But what and like for him to build this franchise out at seven movies is fantastic. Yeah. Wow. It's a thr- It's a ride, and it's just a perfect runtime.
2: Yeah, one in, hour thirty minutes. You're in. You're out. Some jokes. You laugh. You laugh. Yeah, you yeah, go, holy you, shit. Yeah, you, you get up off your seat. I mean, it's just. What more can you ask it's, for? It's kind of perfect.
0: It's kind of perfect. Um, I. That's any other observations about Police Story? I love this movie. I now this is like one of my new favorite movies.
2: I, I'm. Uh, I'm curious what uh, Rugs will think that we reviewed this movie without him.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be bad. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers,
1: lame. Oh, what the hell? I really don't do a do shit. <laughs> You're like <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck
0: out of uh yeah all the inspiration even the bad the bad guy was kind of goofy but it worked
2: Um, yeah i mean the bad guys whatever it's not the most um they're not the most intimidating bad guys but the really the movie's really just jackie chan being funny and then also doing his shit
0: yeah, now I need to watch more Jackie Chan movies, but definitely the more. Because well, this movie is also, it's on HBO Max, so you can watch it there. Also, the whole movie is on YouTube. I found it. The whole movie, just on YouTube, if you want to watch. oh there you Yeah, go. no problem. Easy to watch. All right, let's uh, rate the movie. What are you going to give it?
2: Ooh, I'm going to give it, I originally had it as 8 out of 10, but I'm going to bump it up to a 9 out of 10. Oh, shit. Yeah, based on our conversation, I think it deserves that. I don't have it as a 10 out of 10 because... For me personally, it's, there's some weird, it's a little weird. Yeah. I mentioned the courtroom scene and then him getting framed in the third act and them having to rush through that. Like, I think structurally it's a little odd, even though it's only an hour and 30, but you got to give credit to Jackie Chan. I mean, the stuff stuff. he
0: shows us. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine too. I got no problem. It's fucking Impressive stunts, super influential. And every, I'm like, oh my God, I saw that scene in that movie. Oh my God, they did that in that movie. This is where it all came from. Yep. Fucking Chan. Uh, All right, good stuff. I can't wait for the ultimate action movie tournament to happen. Let's do some news from the nation. (laughs) It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation.
1: What? What? It stinks! It stinks! It
0: stinks! That's not a fart. That's like an attempt. Is that gagging? What is going on over there? Oh, it was coming out of both ends. Oh no! I hate when that happens. Oh,
2: Fuck! That's never good. I don't know where to start cleaning up oh, after boy, that. Boy, just
0: uh, you know what? Just burn the house down. It's fine.
2: I was throwing up in the toilet, and then I started pooping. That's when you just demolish the whole place and find a new place to live. Yeah, that's, yeah that's when you just say... uh gonna torch this yeah, place. I'm leaving. This place needs you get, to just go up in flames. get
0: the insurance money. Uh, yeah. And I got one thing in News from the Nation. Blake Braden posted this uh, interesting article, 62 Best Superhero Movie Performances.
2: Do you want to oh, know? I have seen this.
0: Yeah, if you click that link, I will tell you. Let's just go through... The top ten on this David Desmullins
2: at sixty two. Oh, I agree. That's my that's my boy.
0: That's my boy. That's my Villalago boy. Oh, actually, I'm gonna start, and it, it gets a little controversial. We have some comments. I wanted to ask your thoughts. I'm gonna okay. start on thirteen. They got Robert Downey Jr. Thirteen as oh, Iron thirteen.
2: Man. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, it, that's, oh, that's, and it's kind of low.
0: So, and it's a specific movie. So it's Downey in the first Iron Man. Oh, interesting. So okay. it's a performance. At fourteen, it's Chris Evans in Endgame. That's Captain America. That's 12. You mean 12? I mean 12. Sorry. Go the other way. Okay. 11, Gal Gadot in the original Wonder Woman. Okay. She's above those two. Just remember that. Uh, Angela Bassett at number 10 from Wakanda Forever.
2: Wow, I feel like that's high, but I mean, she did get a nominee, but she's only in the movie for like half of it. I know.
0: It's interesting. Uh, number nine is Chadwick Boseman from the original Black Panther performance. Okay. Number eight, Ryan Reynolds from the original Deadpool. Okay. Number seven, Hugh Jackman in Logan. Absolutely. Can they, can they only be nominated once? Uh, that is, you know what? I didn't even check that. I think these are all, yeah, I think it's just their best. I feel. I think it's these are just one. Everybody is one. So, seven, we have Hugh Jackman and Logan. Six, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah.
2: Two. Mention the actor once. Yeah, okay. So, just once.
0: Number five, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Who was six? Uh, six was Alfred Molina, Doc Ock, Spider Man 2. Whoa, that's an interesting that's, Yeah, it's real high. It's a great performance. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, five. Christopher Reeve, Superman, 1978, at number four. Okay. Number three, Michael B. Jordan. Whoa, they love him. Is Killmonger in Black Panther, original. Number two, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. You know, she's. I mean, she is really. She's. She gives it her all in that role. She, I, I do love her in that role.
2: Um, and she's she is in.
0: And the number one best superhero movie performance: Heath Ledger, Dark Knight. No surprise there, kind of.
2: Yeah, I think Heath Ledger is in the number one. Um, well, I wasn't expecting Michelle Pfeiffer at two. Yeah, right? Michael B. Jordan at three. I like I like Michael B. Jordan. Christopher Reeve four. I don't have a problem with the top five.
0: The top five is, is solid. They all, I yeah. mean, you
2: can't really argue with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah, no, is really- interesting, a two, Yeah, but she was good. Yeah, these are, I mean, these aren't bad. I mean, this isn't bad. So Kelsey He's McAvoy and split. Oh, interesting.
0: Kelsey Carter had an issue with one of the picks. Okay. What did he have an issue? Gal Gadot. With? Kelsey Carter said she's too high and also shouldn't be on the list. Blake Braden replied saying, I could make a case for her being on the list, but definitely not that high. Not above Downey
2: Jr. and Chris Evans. Uh so I don't think she's a better actors actor than those two people. She's
0: not. And she's kind but, of just
2: playing it like kind of herself. Yeah. But that Wonder Woman, the way she is so likable in that yeah, first Wonder yeah, Woman yeah. and like we have never really had a Wonder Woman before, and she, we've you know we had the, obviously it was at the TV show or whatever, right? Linda Carter uh, is not Linda on Linda Carter, list. but yeah. we never had one come on screen like that. And I think she really nails the earnestness of uh, the character that, like, is unwavering in her beliefs, kind of naive but not a dumbass.
0: Like you buy that she's
2: never seen a man,
0: right? It, yeah, you, you and then buy you,
2: it. The the whole I mean the whole, the whole um trench scene. Yeah. No man's land yeah. is is an amazing scene.
0: No, every, so yeah. I, I, I don't know
2: I don't know that maybe that I have it. I don't think it's a travesty that she's in the okay. top eleven. You could,
0: I mean that's the thing I could see both ways. I could see an argument, but her presence, man, every time she's on, she's on the screen in that movie, you can't not watch. Like it's, I think
2: what, what's what's hurting her in the memories of the fans is that she just it hasn't been that good since. Yeah, that was uh, that was the best it got yeah
0: um at 14 we do have josh brolin as uh, thanos in infinity war and oh. then tom holland spider-man no way home at 15 oh rugs are probably should a brick seeing that too high and then wesley snipes in blade <laughs> at 17 interesting list i mean everybody's on here they got jack nicholson a lot of great performances bradley cooper michael keaton defoe brandon lee is the crow yeah is a very interesting list. Thanks for posting that, Blake Brayden. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Let's finish up with some what are we watching. Did you watch anything fun? Did you watch Secret Invasion? Episode I watched three? Secret Invasion. Ooh, okay, hold on. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Let's discuss that a little bit. I don't know about this show anymore. <laughs> Last week, yeah. we talked about it, and I was like, I'm digging it. I'm digging the slow burn, but we are halfway through. I don't know where it's going. This episode seemed kind of filler, but yet they still give you big revelations. Big things happen. But I don't know what where this is going. How do you feel now? I'm kind of mid on this show.
2: I think it's, uh, as the kids would say, or as you just said, I think it's right now just a very mid show. So normally Marvel shows start off kind of hot, right? get a little weird in the middle, and then rush to an end. This one has just been kind of mid the whole time. And what's... I mean, I think it's like there's some interesting things, but I don't know that they're leaning into the espionage. No, they're um, not. Yeah, I thought there'd be more like that. Or the, you know, you don't know what's really going on. I feel like they're kind of doing it, but they're kind of not. And I feel like some of the, having every episode end on this, like, cliffhanger. Yeah, they've think done it three times, though. They've done it three times, but... I feel like it's losing its impact. Like I've still they kind of just glossed over the fact Maria Hill died in the first one. She has gone. And now this third one, potentially Gaia's gone. Yeah, but what we the don't fuck? really but we don't really know I think the problem with the show too is they are building on all this history between Gaia and and her dad and, and Samuel Jackson and, but we, and Talos. We don't, we don't and, know about all this. But we don't yeah, but and there's like forty years or thirty years of this history, but us as a viewer, we don't know about that history. Yeah. And it's only six episodes. So there's only so much they can tell us in flashbacks, which they haven't really done. So it's all this told history rather than viewed history. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just kind of loses its impact. So yeah, so far, I think there's some decent things there and i like the fact that it's a serious show and it's not jokey but i also am like it's kind of just mid <laughs> the kid would say wait what?
0: i enjoyed the slow burn first two episodes we are halfway done i think it needs to fucking get a move on <laughs> i wish now i'm like we could pick up the pace a little bit um
2: they would not waste Amelia Clark for three episodes. You got hire Amelia Clark, and then I, I don't. I don't think she's dead because I think there's trailers that spoil that she isn't. But but that's so we saw her get shot, turned into a Skrull. Now the thing is, she looks like a human.
0: That's probably locked up in that line of people where they're keeping people. Is that is it going to be? But that's not Talos' daughter. Are we going to meet that the real human that looks like that? I don't know. Or yeah. they put her in the oh. machine and super her and that saves her. That's what's going to happen. And duh.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I read somewhere too that I was like, "How stupid is Gaia if she helps her dad pull off this thing, like stop the yeah. World War 3 Yeah. She stopped and then she, thing. when she's escaped, she's a scroll, but she just keeps her regular form. Like, wouldn't she just change into someone else? Oh so my def-
0: god! Why didn't she just change <laughs> into somebody else to get by? Graphic, we're like, like a right. scout. Like, I gotta go pick up someone. See so ya. Yeah. Right. He wouldn't right. have known. Holy shit!
2: That's a good point. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. The, um, the show is just uh, it's one of those things that I'm watching it and I'm almost now watching it out of obligation. Yeah, boy. And that's not good. And it's just um, I mean, we'll see how these last three episodes play out. But I
0: feel like I can already tell it's not going to be enough episodes. They're going to rush the ending. Same thing that happens every fucking show. Move it along. Well, the a thing is, that
2: there's like stuff there that you could really get into but i just don't think they're leaning as far into it if that makes sense the show is kind of like a dark espionage thriller but then it's like not it's i don't know it's just uh something's missing there's just something missing from the show that that is to make it kick into another gear
0: i thought it would have been like like mission impossible but with scrawls kind of type stuff you know that kind of spy stuff yeah but they're not really doing that um, other couple other big things that happened. He does name drop. He says "Super Skrulls." Gravic finally yeah. says it out loud.
2: And, and there's a trailer where he's like extending his arm, like, like, Groot. A, like Groot. That's why yeah.
0: he's got those like branches, like Groot. And we saw him already heal himself with the extremist part of the power, right? Which is kind of interesting.
2: So here's
0: the crazy thing: Fury's wife, she may be a double or a triple agent. Looks like they're making us think she's working for Gravic. And if you notice, when she makes the phone call. To speak to Gravic, apparently she is talking to Rhodey, who is definitely a Skrull. I think all those fuckers, I think the president's a Skrull. He's a Skrull. I think Rhodey's voice was on the other end of that phone call, is what
2: I read. Yeah, that's what I read too, is that it's Rhodey, and that'd be and we interesting, have, I yeah, guess. And we already guessed. I was guessing. I'm like, they're
0: all fucking Skrull. If there's a million of them, that's the other thing. If there's a million of them, they're all to be Skrulls. They're all gonna be fucking Skrulls the whole time. They're a
2: Skrull and you're I'm a, a Skrull. Skrull. You're,
0: everybody's a Skrull. So yeah we'll see we'll see i suddenly after that third episode i was like really come on pick it up below you do? let's go where is this going (laughs) now she's dead what the fuck no
2: she's gonna come back i don't know we'll see yeah it's um it's just some it's just missing something i i I can't put my finger quite on it but it's missing the eye patch that's the difference that'll (laughs) fix everything if it had the eye patch, I think that would
0: really help. But, uh, it doesn't have that. The fucking Rhodey in the war machine suit. Maybe that fixes things. Like, if a Skrull has uh, control of the war machine suit, that's not good. Like, Do you think we'll see that? A big fucking battle scene like that in the show, in this show.
2: The show's been a little more subdued in that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's some good stuff. Like, I enjoyed Gravik and I enjoyed Gravik and uh, what's his face? Talos' conversation. They had a good conversation, but I didn't really understand why Gravik doesn't just kill him. Yeah, he's letting him live. Oh, where he approaches him, and then they all turn into
0: fucking Graviks. Yeah, that's yeah. great.
2: That's great. Like that. That's a cool scene. But just then I don't everything. really understand what was going on there. And um, I still think like the, the way they frame the show thus far, um, Nick Fury's in the wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, it's still <laughs> hard to really be on his it's hard, side. It's, like, it's hard. It's hard to really understand. I don't want the humans to die. So Sean Chandler made this point too that I think is is was prevalent and I, I agree with it is that the scrolls want to blow up the world. Yeah. Or right? take it over. Take it over. Well yeah. they want to kill everybody. Okay. And they want to do that because Nick Fury didn't come uh didn't uh promise, didn't or uh, didn't uh honor his promise to find them a world and right. he's gone and he's disappeared. So I'm pissed at Nick Fury a little bit for that. But then also, there's like something missing. Like, how do you go from like living on Earth to now like wanting to kill everybody? Like, we we haven't seen why mm-hmm. Gravik wants to just kill everybody. Like, that's a mm-hmm. that's an extreme viewpoint to go from. I'm pissed at this guy because he didn't honor his promise. To well, the solution to that is to kill this fucking entire world. You
0: get everybody to shoot their nukes <laughs> at each other, and then we'll be still around. Yeah,
2: like that's a that's a wide spectrum I mean, of solutions. I terror- it's
0: terrorism. It's a terrorist uh, mindset, but...
2: Well, yeah, but we haven't seen why. Like, what's Why did? what been the inciting incident? They keep hinting at, oh, look at the way these humans treat each other. Mm. But would that be a reason to want to kill all of them? I don't know. Um, I, they, they, yeah. One thing I did like, though, real quick, is I did enjoy the fact that Talos points out they basically have rewritten... Retcon why Nick Fury became who he became. Oh, because of it's him, because yeah, it's because of the scrolls. Yeah. 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 And they were feeding him information. So it wasn't always, it wasn't because Nick Fury was a one step ahead because he's Nick Fury. It was one, oh. he was one step ahead because he had the scrolls. So I like that idea. That's the thing is he's been using them to get all his
0: Intel and get promoted this whole time. And they got fuck all for this. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. shouldn't you blame Captain Marvel? She's the one out in space looking for fucking planets. She's the one should be <laughs> able to find something real quick. Uh, they're both to blame. They both promised them, and they both haven't fulfilled their promise.
2: I'll I'll say this, and I know it's, we're three episodes in, and there's three more to go, and and I'm as Marvel gung-ho as anybody, but I, I have to admit, uh, my, my Marvel meter is, oh, is not as high as it used to be. Not the best. And I'm close to, if not already, to come to the conclusion. It's taken me a while, but I've gotten here that the Disney plus shows in their current format is just, it's, it's just not working. It's just not, it's not, uh, it's just not, they're not good at it. <laughs> I mean, and they've slowed down, you know, given they slowed things. down. Yeah, we have it. Usually I think, I think the, the best format for them is those one shot specials. Yes. to Just do movies, but yeah, I don't know that Disney Thanks. is going to allow them to not put out more content, but God, why six episodes?
0: I mean, you know, we talked about how it felt like Andor, but like the twelve episodes for Andor were so meaty and satisfying, and they really used the ep- like the three episode structure arc well. Like mm-hmm. six episodes, like either move it along
2: quicker or give more episodes if you wanted to be at this pace. Yeah, six is just not the right number. It's Not, but they just haven't, and. What's what's the problem too, and I liked I thought I would like this, but I think for the casual fan I don't think it's good. Is and Sean Chandler also brought this up, and I completely agree, is that these shows are very niche. Yeah. So that you, for instance, Miss Marvel is not something everyone's going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. This Secret Invasion show is not targeted at kids. Yeah. Yet these things are feeding into or sequels to movies, or you know, feeding into movies. Which and the movies are supposed to be watched by everyone. Yeah. So if you're not watching, you're probably not watching these shows. But then you're watching a movie like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse and you're of like, Madness. What the fuck and happened then, here? Or you're watching the Marvels and going, yeah. who the fuck is this Kamala Khan? Where is she? Come? I mean, it's a shame. Or, or like, or like Captain Marvel is. Yeah. This is a kind of a sequel it to is, Captain Marvel. It is a
0: straight sequel to Captain Marvel, so you would have to have watched that. But I feel I see a lot of people saying they're fucking bored by this show, and I can totally understand. I could see it. Yeah. I see it. It's a shame about Miss Marvel that more people didn't watch, because really that is a universally relatable show if you think about the theme.
2: <laughs> well, this this show apparently is getting the second lowest ratings next to Miss Marvel.
0: Oh shit. Wow.
2: So I, I think this Disney Plus experiment has uh, been is on a downslide. Yeah, not been good, unfortunately, for Marvel. And they're
0: cutting back, and they
2: gotta cut some budgets. And-, and where I think it's gonna, what, what, what potentially could be frightening is these movies and the shows are so integrated that now you're gonna lose people, people have to watch the movies, and yeah. you're, you're, they're gonna lose people. Yeah. And the movies like have also been somewhat mid since yeah. Phase Four started. Yeah. So I think while they're still making a lot of money. I think they're kind of eating away at the golden goose, which is kind of scary.
0: I mean, we have definitely passed the peak of it, you know, it peaked, and now this is kind of a it's a dip, it's a plateau.
2: I don't know if they could peak again. Well the thing is they're 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 plateauing, but then they're they're lowering their plateau yeah, with yep, every yep, one of these yep, shows. Yep, it's
0: yep. flat, but then the flat is going down. So can they peak to the heights of Endgame or No Way Home again? Will it take another ten years to get there? Ugh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I just don't think TV shows. I mean, it should work. These are, comic books are episodic. It should work on TV and then can't fucking figure it.
2: Yeah, they can't do it. Doesn't make they any sense. figured it out. Doesn't make any sense. And then the next couple shows on the docket, what are they? Like Coven of Chaos. Yeah. uh What else is coming out? Echo. Oh, God. Right? There's Echo and Daredevil. Yeah, I mean, okay. this is just... Uh, let me let me just take a quick... Nobody's watching Covenant
0: here. of Chaos. Nobody's going to watch fucking Echo. Uh, only if you pump up that well, Loki should in. be good. Oh, so Loki, Loki season no- two, I'm looking forward to, yes.
2: Yeah, that's October 6th. Yeah. Echo, I think, is November 29th. I think they're going to just drop oh, yeah, it all at once. yeah, that's the
0: one that they're, they're like, let's just put it out there and move yeah. past this. So that's not good. It's not a good song. No, that's
2: not good. And, and then you have, and have What if. if, that's a cartoon. Oh, I love on, on that. I can't wait
0: for that season two.
2: But, you know, that's a very niche thing. Iron Heart. Mm. What wasn't the best introduction in Black Panther? They're still making that. You, yeah. you could argue that Ironheart's mo- actually took away from Wakanda forever. Yeah. Took yeah. Away from, Agatha Cutherman and Chaos. Don't know why they're doing even doing that show. Yeah. And then Daredevil Born Again is That's gonna be um, the big one. Probably the most intriguing thing they got.
0: Eighteen episodes nice and full. Uh, hopefully they don't fuck that up uh, the other way and decompress everything for eighteen episodes. That would be a horrible. But they can like pace it like Andor maybe and do little story arcs.
2: So man, yeah, it's not uh, uh Marvel Cinematic Universe on TV. Is not uh <laughs> it's not it right you now?
0: Past the golden age, and now we're just fucking floundering a little bit. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: Um, you watch anything else? Uh, incidentally, no, but I, I plan to. I wanted. I want. I intended to watch Sisu. So at oh. some point, I'm gonna watch. Oh, it.
0: that's on streaming. I kind of want to watch that too.
2: It's a little expensive right now. It's so what is it? Probably. Still like $7 uh, for a rental? Like, no, it's like 20 bucks and you oh, can it's, only
0: buy it. It's, oh, it's only, it's not I'm a rental. if I should just do it. It's not a rental yet. Look, get a couple of friends over, five bucks a pop. Here you go. I don't know. <laughs> but wow, it's not, a, it's just full $20 still. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw something on Netflix last night I started, which is, is phenomenal. I can't wait to finish it. It is called An Unauthorized Story of American Gladiators. It is a five-part oh. docu series about American Gladiators: the birth of the show, the changes, the fucking injuries. The cast is all there. You got Nitro, you got Blaze, uh, you got Zap. There, like you can see them now. The behind-the-scenes stories are wild. Uh, you got that dude Gemini, who was the former football player. It was huge. Uh, th- it's it's so fascinating. You know, thinking I kind of remember when it came out, it was considered trash TV in the beginning. American Gladiators was yes, oh, it was all like they, were, they show all these news news clips. Like they called the show the end of civilization, not only the end of television, <laughs> because nobody had seen that. Also, none of that shit was staged on that show. Those were all real fuckers getting hit, uh, and they had to rework the games. People were getting
2: concussed. They didn't you think know, about safety. You know what my favorite game was yeah, which one? There, there's all these, like, super masculine physic, physical games. Yeah. And then there's one where you are at the back and they're shooting tennis balls at oh, you. Oh, the obstacle course. Yeah, the assault. You just have to try to get to the, yeah, the assault. <laughs> and you could shoot tennis balls
0: back at them.
2: Yeah. And, and that was my favorite one because it was like... It's great. You have these big muscular guys, but that doesn't mean they're any good at shooting tennis balls at people. Yeah.
0: And the guy had to run without getting hit and hide behind yep. the things and shoot back. The assault was great. Joust was also great. The, remember, Joust is, a, I mean, Joust is the classic. That's one a classic. Remember, they were recreates. in those big roly balls. Um, and then there was the one where you had to get the ball in the containers while the guys were trying to fucking tackle you. Yeah, People yeah. were smashing heads. They didn't wear helmets. There was no panic. They were all wow. doing steroids. It's an amazing series so far. I watched like the first two episodes. I'm like, this is fucking great. I apparently 30 for 30 also did like a 2-3 hour documentary about American gladiators. a lot of the same stories but uh, you know we have Ninja Warrior now but like this is the OG like you'd never seen shit like this
2: in the late 80s early 90s when this came out no, this was a one of, one of one at the time we had uh too bad the version. What was Hulk Hogan that brought it back? Oh, oh, did he? I don't even remember that. I didn't watch that. Yeah, it was the the new American Gladiator, and it was like hosted by. It was two thousand eight. Oh, okay. And it was hosted by Hulk Hogan oh. and Leila Ali. Oh shit! Oh, Muhammad Ali's daughter.
0: I wonder yeah. if they'll mention that in the end of this documentary. But I can't wait to hear more stories. And the fuck was going on? Oh, fantastic! Check it out. Uh, a couple other things I want to mention that sh- I finished that show Silo on Apple TV Plus. It's a very good sci fi show. Great last episode a lot of great twists at the end also has rebecca ferguson as the lead who we're going to see mission impossible uh dead reckoning and then the bear season two heavy you, are your friends watching the bear this is a i have a lot of friends watching holy the bear. Shit. I, I
2: don't i don't watch it at all what, what's the appeal of the bear
0: it is so good oh first of all it's half hour episodes there's occasionally they go long but the first season dealt with this guy coming back to Chicago after his brother killed himself. His brother had an Italian beef store. He It's in shambles. It's a mess. He leaves it to this brother who's gone around the world. He's a multiple Michelin star chef.
2: Mr. Beef is, by the way. Mr. Beef like, is a real place. It's, yeah. it's And it's three blocks from where I live.
0: Oh, no way. It's that place. So apparently yeah. it's based on that place, Mr. Beef. So the first season details him trying to bring this struggling business out, figuring out the books, hiring people. But the first season, the way they filmed it, you really feel the tension of running a restaurant and the stresses, and you feel like you fucking work there watching this show. The end of the first season, something happens, but the guy wants to change the Mr. Beef to an upscale restaurant called The Bear. So this second season is all about him renovating the restaurant, getting the licenses, training his staff, dealing with his family who they're all great characters great actors and uh an opening doing a tasting menu service uh you, I was so invested in this restaurant like you feel like you work there and you uh, wanted to see it open I wanted to see them get solve all these problems there's an amazing hour long uh episode in this season uh, uh that's a flashback it's a christmas flashback it has an amazing guest cast John Bernthal Jamie Lee Curtis, Bob Odenkirk, uh, John Mullaney, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis gives an absolutely Emmy. She got to win an Emmy for this. An amazing performance as their mom, who's like kind of bipolar and manic and just struggling with things and insecurities. And it, it felt so real. These characters are like so relatable. They're so real. The way they show the insides of a restaurant Like There's one-take scenes in both seasons that are amazing. So thinking about how they do this, they had to run. It's very accurate. They had to run this restaurant like a real restaurant while choreographing this one take with the camera, the timing with the customers in the back, everything working is gorgeous. And you feel like you're there. You feel like you worked there. It's just solid drama, solid cinematography, great editing, great performances, great writing. Short episodes. I'd highly recommend. It's one of the best things on TV. Hmm. On Hulu, two seasons. Check out the Bear. I bet I'm because I was like, I bet all your friends are watching. This. It's fucking great. A lot of my friends watch the Bear. Yeah, they're really into. Watch, it. Watch the first couple of episodes. You will get sucked in. And like the first that's, season, that's
2: my fr- uh, that's my fears. I don't want to get. Sucked
0: you'll get sucked <laughs> in. The first season had me like it gets you tense. Like you actually own this restaurant and everything depends on it getting these orders out. Or it, it's so good, it's so good, so good. So I finally <laughs> caught up on that. Uh, yeah, check it out. Okay, that's it this week. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Listener, All go right. watch Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. We will be discussing it next week. Spoiler thread in the Facebook group. Uh, final thoughts, Anthony. Give us some sage words of advice.
2: Oh man, um, make sure when you wipe your ass yeah. that you just don't do. Like a couple dry wipes, maybe a wet wipe. A couple wet wipes. Oh, really shoot. when you're just wiping your ass with those sheets, all you're doing is just moving the poo around. You're just
0: smearing it around, yeah. <laughs> you're not really cleaning you it. You gotta get in there and then dust off with some gold bond just for just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that that's solid advice. That's what I wanted to share with the listeners. Take and a hey, tip. Take and if it gets a little chafe, just do a, give yourself a nice little surprise and shoot some gold bonds straight up there, because it'll it'll give you a cooling sensation like no other. Yo, I'm sure.
0: about ready to buy those, you know those bidet add-ons that you like snap yeah, onto yeah. your toilet. I was like, these are nice, bro. I'm with this little thing there. You don't gotta worry about it. It Cleans it right up. I'm about to invest in the <laughs> bidet that gets Wi Fi. That's what I want. <laughs> it orders fucking food from Amazon for me while I'm on the shitter. That's what I want.
2: Uh, There's nothing like a, the, the nothing
0: like sitting on that shitter in the morning. Oh, it's great. Uh, while you're on the shitter listener you can see all uh, our stuff on our website jockander.com in the episode description links for things most importantly while you're on the shitter tweet out the show to someone share it post it to Facebook what are you doing you're sitting there taking a the crap you're listening to us just hit that share button it's not hard we'd appreciate it thank you for listening to the jock and Nerd podcast my name is Imran my name's Anthony he's the jock and he's the nerd we'll beep you next time
1: floppy job I love this
2: movie. My balls was hot. Oh,
1: this is
0: about
2: Jackie Chan. Uh, yes, I see that you know your judo well.
1: Jackie nerd, you're still here. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go, go, go home. It's over! Get out of here! Go home! Alright? Leave! Leave! I'm calling the cops! Get out of here! Get out- The ending of Ferris Fuel wasn't that long a thing, but- uh, Go! Go! Get the fuck out! Uh, He didn't say that either, but that's me ad-libbing. Okay? Just go! Go! Go, go, go.